I don't know if this has ever come up on recording before, but for some totally wild reason, uh, my partner calls Phil Vegas Phil. Yeah. Why Vegas Phil? <laughs> I have no idea. And when I asked him why, he's like, I don't know. It just sounded good. <laughs> like, he's like a card shark or something. <laughs> Everybody at the movie theater called me Philly Phil. And Philosis. Only Philosis. <laughs> and for some reason, he, he calls me Vegas Phil. Never been to Vegas. Never talked about Vegas. Never had any <laughs> aspirations to go to Vegas. I have no idea where you go. Like yeah. where came from. It, it makes no sense. Hello, friends. My name is Marlo Bogus, and you're listening to the Tales to Inspire podcast. Operation Husky marches on. The Italian and German troops seem unable to stop the advancement of the Allies through the island of Sicily. With heroes from Operation American Defense lending their aid to the offensive, the success of the invasion seems imminent. Even still, why does this reporter feel filled with trepidation? As we open up this issue, of Tales to Inspire. On the first page, we see a yellow box that says July 1943, and we see the island of Sicily. And we see the dots of uh, battleships and destroyers out in the Mediterranean Sea, and we see fires burning along the beach, or the beaches of Sicily. Uh, we see fighting going on further inland, uh, and then we cut to the streets of Gila, and we see uh, a platoon of army rangers hunkered down, uh, firing over a barricade that they have made at some of the Sicilian troops. Uh, I guess they would be Italian, really, uh, but that have taken, or that are uh, hunkered down inside the, the city. Uh, trying to advance further into the city. And and I think now would be a good time to uh, bring up that uh, we have changed the rules of combat and our kind of like HP management system uh, in this episode. Uh, that's right. We're, we're playing a game and we're making adjustments to make it more fun for us. So the... Uh, kind of combat system that we're running with right now is from avatar legends rpg um and we'll get into kind of how that combat system works once we get some combat going um but as part of that combat we have a new stress track and we have new conditions um and stress can be recovered in some different ways it can be recovered uh actually by resting you can recover stress but conditions are a little bit harder to clear. Uh, these represent very strong emotions or feelings that you have uh, tied to your superheroing. Um, uh, so we see the soldiers pinned down in uh, Gila, and uh, they are firing at the Italian defenders further in, and they are shouting, We need help! We need help! Uh, and I think at that moment, as they're shouting that they need help, I think we see four figures jump into frame. 
and we're going to enter into a action scene. So, an action scene works like this. First, the NPCs will choose their approach. There are three approaches you can choose. You can choose to defend and maneuver, to advance and attack, or to evade and observe. Uh, and depending on what you choose, you will roll with a certain stat. And depending on how well you roll, you will get to choose so many techniques. The NPCs, uh, which will be the soldiers that are hunkered down in Gila, will choose their, their approach in secret. And then it will go to the PCs. And the PCs will choose their approaches in public. And y'all can talk about and strategize how exactly you want uh, to use your approach and what you're kind of thinking about before you like declare it as official. So uh, what what are y'all thinking? What what are you going to choose? Evade and observe, I think is what I'll be doing. Yeah, I was going to say Torchbearer would evade and observe, observe as well. I would like to advance an attack, but I have the afraid mm-hmm. condition so I'm not sure how well I'd do at that. Yeah, so so certain conditions what you have will apply a negative to certain moves that you make. Defend and maneuver. Defend and maneuver? Yeah. That's okay. what I was thinking as well. So you also will do defend and maneuver? <clears throat> okay. So uh, the, ex- the uh, action scenes goes in this order. Uh, the people that chose defend and maneuver will go first. Mm-hmm. So you are going to roll. So uh, I'll also reveal uh, the soldiers chose to defend and maneuver as well. <laughs> no one is advancing and attacking. Uh, and NPCs will go after the PCs. So uh, Crystal Gazer or Sister Solstice, since you chose defend and maneuver, Go ahead and roll plus protect. A nine. A nine, okay. A ten. A ten, okay. So on a seven through nine, Crystal Gazer, you will get to choose one of these. Ready, retaliate, or defend. Uh, And Sister Solstice, you rolled a ten, so you get to choose two of those. Uh, And ready is you mark one stress to ready yourself or your environment, assigning a fictionally appropriate status to nearby foes. Uh, Retaliate. You seal yourself for their blows. Each time a foe inflicts stress or a condition in this action scene, inflict one stress on that foe. Uh, And the last one, defend. Select an ally within reach. When they suffer a blow this action scene, you can suffer it for them. Um, so what do y'all choose? I think Crystal Gazer's gonna ready herself. Okay, so go ahead and mark one stress, uh, and, uh, and what are you doing to, uh, to ready yourself? She is, um, after the last sort of combat where she kind of got shot at and got a little, like, upset about that, she's trying, what she's trying to do here is just kind of pump herself up. So you just kind of see her, like, she's standing there, like, hands on her hips, giving the, the, like, stare, and she's just, like, you see her, like, her mouth move, just like a profile shot, and you see them, her mouth move, and the speech bubbles, just like, it's like a whisper. Okay, Margaret, you got this. Okay. And, uh, which of those statuses are you trying to give yourself? Uh, prepared. Okay. So, you are ready for what's coming. Uh, so you have prepared, and you can clear prepared to take a plus two to an appropriate roll or avoid marking a condition. So just mark down somewhere that you have the prepared status, and you can, you know, basically just burn it at any time to use that ability. Awesome. Uh, Sister Solstice, what about you? Um, I am going to ready and retaliate. Ready and retaliate? Okay. Uh, so how are you readying yourself? Um, so I am wanting to, I guess, go ahead and, like, pull up my orb around myself. Okay. Um, 
in an effort to be prepared for anything that's going to be coming okay. at me. Okay. Uh, I think that sounds like prepared. So just like what I told told Marlo, you have the prepared status that you can clear. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, retaliate. So I'm, I'm like, I've readied myself, and so I'm... I'm prepared for the blows and prepared to inflict stress on the foe. Okay. Yeah, so if they inflict stress on you, you inflict it back at them. I'm like, I am coming for you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the NPCs do not roll. It's empowered by the Apocalypse game. But because of their size, they get to choose two techniques. Uh, and they did defend and maneuver, so they are also choosing to ready themselves and retaliate. Um... Yeah, they are co- they're laying down covering fire, and so they're going to choose the impaired status. So uh, they are reaching over their uh, barricades, they're firing, bullets are flying everywhere, uh, and so anybody who comes towards them uh, is slowed or off balance. Uh, PCs must mark one stress or take a f- minus two to all physical actions. Uh, and those are all the defend and maneuvers. And then it moves on to advance and attack. No one chose advance and attack. So it moves on to evade and observe. Ooh, uh, so torchbearer and omission, go ahead and roll plus investigate. Investigate the hell out of these people. I rolled a, I rolled a four. I did you rolled too. a four? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um... The this the action scene has ended, but if you so choose to continue to pursue, you know, action, a new action scene would resume. But in between each action scene, there's a break for you to catch your breath, speak to each other, talk to each other, uh, mock your opponents or whatever you want to do. And then as soon as like you take action again, uh, we go into another action scene. So uh, you're all there. The bullets from the Italians are flying overhead. Uh, the army rangers look up at you and say, Thank God you're here. Listen, they're right up the street. If you can clear them out, we can take this town. Just stay safe. Leave it to us. Make sure you guys get out of here okay. But also fight. Don't make us do everything. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen anything that could help us? Anything that we could use to aid in the attack? Hmm points to a tank yeah a tank uh yes please why don't you try that tank yeah i want to say i want to say there's some vehicle nearby uh like on a adjacent street that could be driven over here um not not definitely not a tank just like a uh like one of those canvas tarped trucks with some stuff in the back mm. yeah so i think they they point to uh, like an abandoned vehicle a couple of streets over, and they say, I mean, there's that over there. We haven't been able to get through the fire to get to it, though. Yeah, don't worry about it. We can. So, to get to it, though, was might need a distraction. So, uh, yeah, is there something around that's not, like, of in use as, like, a shield or, um, like, something that you know, we could use to to help us. There's something something useless I can throw is is what I'm getting at. Sure, there is a uh, like a I feel like an old raises his hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, omission. I get it. Uh, no, there's like a like an old suitcase um, that has been like turned over and dumped out. The clothes are and. Uh, long johns are like spread all over the cobblestone walkway and it's just upended just a few feet away from the barricade that they have okay this is even better than tossing so if it's near their barricade (laughs) they can see it i'm gonna make it flop around like a fish okay Like that's way more distracting than like something being thrown at you. You're yeah, like obviously they're trying to distract me. I would also be confused. I'd be like, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I like that. Uh, uh, I don't think this is a move we've used yet, or maybe we have. Uh, but this is use environment, Ooh, uh, and I'm gonna say it's gonna break quickly 
use it while you can. So this flopping the suitcase around is definitely going to like break the hinges, shatter it. Um, but you're flipping it back and forth, uh, and it will uh, it will distract them enough so that somebody could get over to the uh, to that van without having to roll. Nice. So the, the suitcase is flopping around. It is starting to shatter apart. The hinges are coming loose. Uh, who's running for the van? Torchbearer. Me. Oh, <laughs> All of us. Yeah, guys. You got it. <laughs> I mean, I guess the whole group could go. It's not just one person. Yeah. Let's not, okay. I don't, I don't just want to do it myself. <laughs> No, okay. Let's do that. Uh, so, Torchbearer and Omission rush towards the uh, covered van. Uh, Sister Solstice, do you go or do you stay at the barricade? No, I'm running too. Okay, all three of you rush and load into the van. Uh, who's driving? Torchbearer and drive. All right. Uh, and I guess you are just wanting to, like, drive this thing and try to ram it into their barricade? Sure. Phil, why don't you roll a seize control and roll plus smash? Let's do it. This feels this feels very Scooby-Doo hijinks in the middle of World War II. Yeah, we got the mystery <laughs> oh, machine. We gotta get the mystery van. <laughs> yeah, we got the mystery machine the right, mystery up their, right up in their grill. I rolled a nine. <laughs> a nine, okay. Oh, also, I forgot. Omission and Torchbearer, you rolled a four earlier, so you get to mark achievement because uh, you rolled a zero oh, through yeah. six. That makes we me suck. feel a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> we suck. We're getting better. <laughs> uh, all right. So you get to choose one of these. You seize control over what was contested, the barricade, but your opponent attacks you in retaliation. You enter into an action scene. Or you seize control over what was contested, but the effort exhausts you. Mark a condition. I guess they had already decided to retaliate, so I think they just they get me in retaliation. Okay, so you mark a condition. Point of taxes, you enter into an action scene. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I got you, got you. Uh, all right, so we're entering into an action scene. So what, uh, what, what approach are you going to do? Uh, yeah, advance and attack. Let's throw down. Torchbearer needs to evade and observe. Uh, I'm going to go with defend and maneuver. Yeah, I think uh, defend and maneuver, probably. All right, defend and maneuver. Uh, okay, so How I will reveal... Protect. <laughs> I will reveal the soldiers also chose defend and maneuver oh, no. uh so that means uh crystal gazer and sister solstice once again you chose defend and maneuver what are you choosing er sorry now you have to roll roll plus protect 10 we got a six you got a six so uh you fail esther black coming in ha <laughs> marlo what is crystal gazer doing uh, retaliate and defend. Okay, retaliate and defend. Steal yourself for their blows. Uh, and select an ally within reach. When they suffer Ooh. a blow this action scene, you can suffer it for them. What are you choosing? Or, I guess, who are you choosing? So, with within reach, what does that mean? Does that mean, like, like d uh, I think that you? is... I, I mean, I think that's, you know, reaches narrative. Uh, you have psychic powers that allow you to manipulate things from far away, so your narrative reach would be farther than omissions. Hey. Um, it's just, if you can, if you can do out. it narratively, do it. I'm sorry, omission. <laughs> you have a pocket knife. Okay. Whatever, man. <laughs> Whatever, man. Okay. So I'm going to... Um, she is now going to throw the suitcase uh, in front of <laughs> Torchbearer, but she, so she throws it, but what I'm thinking is like when it pierces her, it like breaks her concentration in a way on it that it kind of harms her a little bit is how she would take the blow if it happened. That's what I'm thinking. Does that make sense? Um, and then uh, for Retaliate, um, she just kind of like does her like, you know, 
classic like wonder woman pose to like you know steal herself i suppose in a in a dramatic superhero way (laughs) okay so you're gonna throw that uh suitcase in front of torchbearer if he if they attack him yeah okay all right and the uh soldiers also chose defend and maneuver so they are going to retaliate uh, so each time a foe inflicts stress or condition in this action scene, inflict one stress on that foe. Uh, and then once the defend and maneuvers are done, we move on to advance and attack. So that is omission. Yeah. Roll plus smash. Oh, great. I got a s- seven. A seven. All right. So uh, barely you get to choose one. You can strike, pressure, or smash. If you strike... Uh, you strike a foe in reach, forcing them to mark two stress, marking a condition, or lose an advantage, their choice. Uh, mark one stress to instead choose to hammer them with your blows, forcing them to mark one stress, or strike where they are weak, inflicting a condition. Uh, or, you can Im- or you can pressure them, impress or intimidate a foe, choose an approach, your foe cannot use that approach in the next exchange, or you can smash... To mark one stress to destroy or destabilize something in the environment, possibly inflicting or overcoming a fictionally appropriate positive or negative status. I'm gonna strike. Let's do this. All right, you're gonna strike. <coughs> um, so that means they are going to mark two stress. Are you gonna mark a stress to force them uh, to mark stress or taking condition? Uh, mark a condition. Okay. And I would hope hopeless as I this like ghost of a person uh, start slitting the throats of their teammates yeah and they they lose sight of you in the chaos and they're what, what's, what's happening what's happening or actually uh, they're Italian what is happening <laughs> what is happening <laughs> uh, nailed it um, okay, but they did choose retaliate. So each time uh, a foe inflicts stress or condition in this action scene, inflict one stress on that foe. So, omission, you take one stress. All right. As, uh, as you are slitting their throats and stabbing them, they are, I mean, they can sense that you are there when they can see you. It's just whenever you go out of their periphery that they can. Yeah. So they turn and they are butting you with their rifles. They're shooting at you and it's just narrow quarters uh, and things are getting hectic in there. Uh, and now Torchbearer. Evade and observe. Go ahead and roll plus investigate. That's a 10. Here we go. A 10! So you get to choose two. Uh, seize a position, move to a new location, uh, engage or disengage with a foe, overcome a negative status or danger, establish an advantageous position, or escape the scene. Any foe engaged with you can mark one stress to block this technique. You can bolster or hinder, aid or impede a nearby character, uh, inflicting an appropriate status, or catch your breath, recenter yourself amidst the fray, and clear one stress. Which two do you choose? I definitely need to catch my breath for a second. Okay. Clear a little bit of stress. I want to say there's like this big ruckus with Torchbearer like shooting the front of this van and kind of driving it into this position. Just causing Mm -hmm. all kinds of chaos. And he has like a second to, to calm himself down, catch his breath, relieve a little stress. And then, uh, he calls back to the soldiers down the street, uh, wanting to, to bolster them and to give them a positive status as they come kind of marching and running up the street to, to take this position from the the enemy. Definitely. Uh, and with your encouraging words and seeing you smash through that barrier and now engage with him, those soldiers start running up the street, uh, also firing at them. Uh, all right, and then that's the the end of that action scene. I mean, you are embroiled in it, just slugging it out. Uh, do we see a few panels of any quick quips or comments or anything? I say, as I like 
thrust my dagger. Or I, I pull, bring my dagger down into someone's eye. I bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> I think we've got him on the ropes, guys. Let's go finish this. Uh, all right, so are we going into a new combat exchange? <coughs> yeah. All right. <coughs> Players, what do you choose? Advance and attack. Okay. I think I gotta evade and observe again. I really want to advance and attack, but I know that I have not cleared that condition yet. I, I'm gonna advance and attack. I mean, Why not? you, you are charging with the soldiers, and they will give you a plus one to advance and attack. That's true. Okay. Offsets it a little. I'm gonna try evade and observe. Okay, I will reveal what the soldiers chose. The soldiers chose advance and attack. Mm. So that it's means nobody down. chose. It's about to be a throwdown. It's a slugfest now. Uh, no one chose defend and maneuver, so it goes to advance and attack. Uh, heroes go first. Omission and Crystal Gazer go ahead and roll plus smash. All right. I rolled a three. <laughs> A three? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, do you want to burn a bond, or do you want to mark achievement? I'll mark achievement. Okay. Alright, I got a ten. Nice. So you get to choose two of those. The, uh, I mean, definitely strike. Um, and uh, smash. Um, and start, like, uh, smashing their conditions, equipment, and such. Uh, okay, and you're uh, striking, so they are taking either two stress, a condition, or losing an advantage. Uh, their choice, unless you mark a stress. Uh, no, I'll let them. Uh, I'll let them decide. Okay. They will choose to lose an advantage, so they will choose to lose their guns. Uh, as you are, you described it as smashing and destroying their their armaments and things. I I think that works uh, perfectly. Uh, besides, now that they're in close combat, their guns are basically useless. So they're just using them as clubs. Um, and it is their turn. Uh, so they uh, are going to choose Strike and Pressure. And Omission is doing all the damage right now. So they will strike at Omission. So Omission, you must mark two stress or mark a condition to stress to stress all right uh and they will pressure you uh choose an approach your foe cannot use that approach in the next exchange uh they're gonna pressure you into not striking Ah. Uh, so as you're as you're slicing and you know going in there they are uh like grappling with you i think some of them like grab that hand with the sword yeah. Not the sword. You suddenly have Excalibur. Uh, with a combat I, I knife. I killed Excalibur guy. Now I have his weapon. It's fine. <laughs> I'm the new normal. leader of Britain. Um, it says. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, they're grabbing that arm. Uh, what were you saying, Phil? I was looking at the description of pressure, and it just says that you can't use the, uh, that approach or a certain approach in the next exchange. Oh, yeah. That would be an approach, not a technique. Uh, yeah, I guess and they're they're choosing advance and attack, so you can't choose. Oops, you can't choose anything from advance and attack. Yeah, or the, yeah, they got me pinned down. They could they could choose they could choose any anything, and he would be forced to like not be able to do that. So like, if they had him pinned down, they could make it so he can't defend and maneuver, or he can't evade and, uh-huh. at all, or, like can't get away from him, like he has to stand and fight him. Something like that. Yeah, I think it's cool. That's awesome. Uh, I think they're trying to stop him from killing them. So definitely, <laughs> yeah. they're gonna they're gonna pressure him into not advancing and attacking. Uh, okay, evade and observe. That is torchbearer and sister solstice. Go ahead and roll plus investigate. Oh gosh, a twelve. Nice. You get two of those. I definitely need to catch my breath again. I need to deal with the stress. Okay. Yeah, I see Torchbearer kind of taking a second to calm himself again after, like, calling the troops forward. Taking a second to himself as they run up. He'll head inside and uh, 
try to establish like a forward operating base, like this new advanta- uh, advantageous position for them inside that's got plenty of cover and uh, will help the soldiers get at them and stay, uh, stay hidden behind cover and defended. Like easily defensible position. Okay. And so that combat exchange is done. Uh, oh, sorry. You, yeah, Carrie, I'm very sorry. I know, I've been quiet. Uh, what were you doing? Um, so I rolled a 10. Nice. So you also get to choose two. So I want to catch my breath. Okay. Because your girl needs to get unstressed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell me about it, um, sister. At least a little. <laughs> Real life. Um, and then... I was thinking hinder. Okay, so you're going Somebody? to impede a nearby character so you can impede these soldiers uh, by doing what? I think I want to maybe do stunned. Stunned? Um, and so I am like, so I'm in the covered vehicle. I'm going to pop my head out. And so they see this like young person like sticking their head out or whatever and then i'm gonna um just do like a small thing where like the blue lights like shoot out of my hands like just like i don't know just some kind of thing that's gonna be like what what did we just see like some small display to like distract them for a second yeah okay just to like really like throw them off like what okay like this is crazy okay so I like it. I like it. Uh, okay. And uh, these soldiers only have one stress left. And I'm going to assume that since four superheroes are there now and the rest of the soldiers have come uh, and all their guns are gone, uh, I'm going to say that y'all overtake this position. Um, and we we turn the page and we see those Italian soldiers being walked off with their hands above their heads, walked off panel. Uh, and then we see one of the landing ships coming up to the beach and it that uh, flap falls down and we see Abrams tank trundle out onto the beach. But as soon as it edges onto the sand, there is a mine that was hidden under the sand. It explodes. The Abram tank on top of it going up in flames and scorched metal and we see uh, two other abram tanks that met similar fates after leaving their landing ships and somebody is screaming into a radio we need to clear that beach of mines we need to get our tanks on the ground Uh, and then in the next panel we see some of the destroyers out in the uh, sea and we see the luftwaffe strafing overhead dropping bombs and we see one destroyer just ignites and explodes in a plume of flame. And we see a squawky text box coming out from another destroyer saying, We need some air support! Air support! Uh, the four of you, uh, let's say one of these rangers has a radio. So you are hearing these reports playing over uh, the radio. Where are you going? I'll handle the mines. We see George Bearer standing nearby, one of these soldiers carrying this radio pack. And as soon as that report comes across, he's... I'll deal with the Luftwaffe. Uh, I think Crystal Gazer looks uh, over at Sister Solstice. Well, I'll, I'll go help with the mines, and just runs off that way. Which bearer can take uh, Sergeant Daniels with him if she wants okay. to go to the destroyers. Wait, shouldn't the miner be handling the miner? Or the mines? There's a joke there. I'm desperately trying to make it. Ha 
Hello friends and welcome to the mid-roll section of Season 1, Episode 5 of Tales to Inspire. I'm your host, David White. I almost said Brennan Lee Mulligan. Like, no lie, the name Brennan Lee Mulligan was like on my lips, about to come out of my mouth. I really love Dimension 20. It's a great show. But hey, we're not talking about that show. We're talking about this show, Tales to Inspire. Thank you so much for listening to our show. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And let's get to a little bit of house stuff before we get back to the episode. I wanted to talk to you about our Patreon. We have a Patreon. You might not know that we have a Patreon, but we have a Patreon. How many times can I say Patreon in these show notes? Anyways, uh, our Patreon uh, makes it possible for us to uh, put in these sound effects, music, ambiance, everything that makes our podcast sound so good quality-wise. It also pays for our mics, our recording equipment. I have bought recording equipment for uh, the cast members who need it. Um, but mainly, the reason it's there is to pay our performers. Uh, and right now, we are trying to get to $500 a month. And I believe right now, at the time of this recording, we have $410 a month on our Patreon. So we are looking to just get $90 more a month so that we can hit that goal. But David, what is that goal? Uh, That's an excellent question, Mickey Mouse. Uh, Our goal is to get $500 a month so we can afford to pay our editors, uh, myself, for tells to inspire marlo who is the voice of crystal gazer here but is also the editor of sins of the father uh and we have another show called side quest that's just for our patrons but right now it's kind of on a hiatus while we try to find a new editor for it but whenever we find that new editor they would also be able to get ten dollars an episode it's not is not a whole lot, but it is a way to give back and, you know, something that we can afford right now. So we're trying to get to $500 a month so we can pay our editors $10 an episode uh, that they edit. Uh, and after that, I have plans for us to have another goal in our Patreon where I take our pay per hour of recording from $5 to $15 an hour we spend in a recording session. Uh, And I really, really want to get to that goal, but we can't even think about that goal until we hit this $500 a month goal. So if you like our show, if you uh, appreciate the quality and time that editors put into making Tales to Inspire and to making Sins of the Father our other show, please go to our Patreon and give any amount. The $1 amount, the $2 amount, the $5 amount. These may not seem like huge, life-shattering amounts, but... If everybody who listens to our show went and gave a dollar a month, we would be able to hit that $500 a month goal, and we would really, really appreciate it. So if you are in the position to financially give, please do so and help us out. Help us reach that goal so we can pay our performers and our editors more for what they do. Uh, And that's it. That's all I have to say for these show notes. So please click the link below. Go to our Patreon if you like our show, if you want to support us. If you can't financially support us, uh, share us on your social media pages. Share us with people in your life. Uh, We would just really appreciate you getting out the word about us. But enough of the words coming out of my mouth. Let's get back to the episode. I nailed that segue. Turn the page to the beach, uh, where Omission and Crystal Gazer are trying to somehow disarm these mines that are hidden under the sand of the beach. 
Uh, how are you going to do this? <laughs> um, can we see where, like, where are more ships? Are, are ships trying to land just all over this beach? Or, um, or, like, is there a particular area there's more of them coming on? I think after, you know, these three tanks were destroyed, the other landing ships with tanks and artillery are hovering out in the sea where they are easy prey for the Luftwaffe. Uh, oh. They're waiting for the beach to be cleared for them to come dump their payload. Okay. Um, yeah, then Crystal Gazer is just going to kind of try to go at it methodically and kind of like start on one end and kind of like start like throwing debris and like driftwood or whatever she can kind of find around on top of the beach. Like trying to like from a safe distance to try to like set off mines. Definitely. Uh, what about you, Omission? Uh, well, not wanting to go and disable the mines himself now that uh, she's throwing stuff into the minefield and <laughs> doesn't want her to forget and then oh, that's blow true. in. Oh, that's, well, that's fair. I mean, you could always do your do your idea and we can just scrap mine, so. No, no, your idea uh, sounds safer. Uh, so, uh, omission is gonna open a chocolate bar uh, and and just watch her back uh, as okay. she as she does this. Okay. Um, why don't we roll to take a risk? And the way you described it, you know, the methodical. I think you will roll plus investigate. Okay. 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 So nine. Okay. You do it imperfectly. The EIC tells you how your approach might lead to unexpected consequences. Accept those consequences or mark one stress. So you can either completely clear this beach uh, and mark one stress or. Uh, Part of it is not cleared, but you do not know that. And when the tanks come ashore, some of them will be destroyed. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the stress. Okay, so you take that stress. So the stress of clearing this beach, using your powers in new ways that you haven't used before, is is wearing on you. And then uh, some soldiers, seeing that the beach is cleared squawk into a radio and those landing ships start coming towards the beach and then we cut out to the Mediterranean Sea uh, where the destroyers are being hammered by these Luftwaffe uh, Torchbearer and Sister Solstice holding hands flying through the air what are you going to do? Stay with me or you want me to drop you onto the destroyer or? I guess it's probably going to be better for you to drop me so you don't have to keep holding on to me I could, like, throw you on my back or something. I'll surf you. <laughs> um, Torchbearer and I Surfer drop Solstice. Me. Right, there we go. <laughs> Sister Surfer, that works too. Sister Surfer. No, I guess drop me. <clears throat> yeah, I just kind of, um, like, holding you by the wrist, just, like, set you down delicately on the, on the deck of the destroyer before I head back up to deal with the, the planes. Okay. Uh, Torchbearer flies up to take care of those planes. Uh, Sister Solstice, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the, the deck of this destroyer. Uh, there are some artillery shells. There are sailors rushing back and forth, loading the cannons, trying to fire onto the beach, uh, but also with these anti-aircraft guns trailing after the Luftwaffe as they scream by. So can I, like, take control of one and try to hit the... the what is it? The Luftwaffe? The Luftwaffe? The, yes, the Luftwaffe. That's what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> Luftwaffe. Um, so that's what I want to do. Okay. Uh, Torchbearer, what are you doing? Are we doing like common moves? Are we doing combat scene? Uh, no, I was just I was just wanting you to describe it narratively what you're doing. Yeah, I definitely wanted to like take the fight straight to the planes. OK, 
Okay, then uh, let's enter a combat scene. I've chosen for the Luftwaffe. Torchbearer is going to advance and attack. All right, advance and attack. Where are you doing, Sister Solstice? Evade and observe. Uh, so I will reveal the Luftwaffe chose to evade and observe. So Torchbearer, you're going first. Go ahead and roll plus smash. <sighs> Snake eyes. No way. Phil, do you want to burn a bond to step it up to a 7 through 9 or mark achievement? It just wouldn't make sense narratively. I okay. Like, I like Sergeant Daniels. <laughs> but I All right. Take, I'll, I'll, take the, I'll take the achievement and get a look. Uh, get an advancement. Do you have five achievement now? I do. I've been really wow. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Torchbearer, you get to choose an advancement. So, uh, let me read them to you. So, you can increase a stat by one to a maximum of three. You can increase your bond score in a single relationship and increase the amount of wedges in the clock by two. You can write a new single power in your power profile. You may write a new difficult power in your power profile. You may write a new borderline power in your power profile. You may remove one of the limitations from your power profile. Or you can gain a sixth space on your stress track. Uh, And if you want to think about that... And if you want to think about that and choose that in a little bit, you can. Or if you have an idea you want to choose now, go ahead. I've been prepared to to bump Smash up to zero from zero to plus one. All right. So Smash goes from zero to plus one and then reset your achievement to zero. Cool. I imagine um, yeah, Torchbearer kind of rockets off towards these oncoming planes and then... They've never had to deal with a superhero before, and Torchbearer as a superhero has never had to dogfight before. So they take kind of a more cautious approach, and I go straight for him. So he comes in hot with this big uppercut, and the the fighter is able to just like barrel roll out of the way, like narrowly dodging it, and I just whiff completely. Okay. Uh, and then it goes to evade and observe, so Sister Solstice, it's you first. Roll plus investigate. A seven. A seven. So you get one. Seize a position, bolster or hinder, or catch your breath. I'm wanting to um, bolster. Okay. Um, my thought is that I'm wanting to go and I guess maybe help with a with a cannon or... A, is is that what it's called? Am I am I using the yeah, right yeah. words? Um, so like I'm gonna go and like help with aiming or what like whatever. I want to help a soldier with the okay big gun. So you see a you see an anti aircraft gun that's been left available for some reason. You run up, you grab it, you start firing. Uh, so are the only real character in this scene is. Uh, well, you have Phil and the Luftwaffe. Mm-hmm. Damn it. You have Phil and the Luftwaffe. Uh, so you could either bolster Torchbearer or you could hinder the Luftwaffe. Oh, I get, then I guess I'm wanting to hinder the Luftwaffe. Okay. Uh, so let's say that they are impaired. Because it impaired. wouldn't really make sense to... This wouldn't be a way to bolster him, right? Eh. Just giving, giving him cover fire. Or, like, you aim where he's attacking or something like that. So what do you choose? I guess I'll bolster then. That makes okay. sense. Uh, so you have empowered, favored. Favored's pretty strong. I don't think that one would work. Prepare, trap, stun. Uh, probably empowered. Mm. Your abilities are naturally stronger in this moment. Clear one stress at the end of each combat exchange. Mm-hmm. So, uh, through your firing, you're helping him and alleviating some of the stress he has. So, at the end of this uh, scene, uh, Torchbearer will get to clear one stress. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> would this allow me to remove my insecure condition? Ooh, how so? Um, because I think if I wait, I have it in my notes. 
Um, for insecure, if we offer aid or support to someone competent, uh-huh. um, then we can remove that status. And so I'm providing aid to Torchbearer. Okay. And Torchbearer is someone you see as competent. Mm-hmm. Okay. So definitely, you get to clear insecure. <laughs> <laughs> You're my hero. Uh, you clear insecure, definitely. Uh, and Phil, at the end of this combat exchange, you'll get to clear one stress. Uh, now, it is the Luftwaffe's turn. Uh, and they only get to choose one technique because of their size. So, they will seize a new position. Uh, so, uh, or move to a new location, basically. So, they are going to evade you and streak away from you to go target another... Uh, star, or star destroyer <laughs> to target another destroyer. Um, so Sister Solstice will effectively be out of range, uh, and Torchbearer would have to move to get to them. Uh, so they are they're streaking off in a way. Um, that's the end of the combat exchange. Torchbearer, you clear one stress. Yes. Uh, and. Let, let's turn the page back to the beach. Omission and Crystal Gazer, uh, you are watching these Abram tanks roll onto the beach. Uh, and I think at that moment, uh, inexplicably, Sergeant Richter uh, runs up to you. Uh, he says, There you are. There you are. We just got word from the Brits. They need you in Lakata. Something's going down. They're still taking care of those uh, those planes or whatever those things are. Yeah, well, mission's already going to the truck. Like, getting ready to pull out. Okay. So, uh, omission's going to the truck. Uh, Richter says, well, do you, do you have a way to contact them, call them in? What, what are we doing? Uh, no, I don't have a radio or anything. Uh, well... <laughs> I could just and she like uh, sends a message up there with her mind powers that she definitely has um and, <laughs> she uh, definitely has <laughs> her totally very real she sends a thought uh the Brits need our help after all y'all coming so do we receive that how does that work yeah you you hear it's very strange you hear someone else's voice in your head you hear someone else's thoughts. Looking around. You see her down on the beach waving. <laughs> Y'all come back now, you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I want Waffle House. <laughs> Man, I feel like Torchbearer should stay here. Like we have this one last thing that we have to do. He could catch up. Yeah. What do you think, Sister Solstice? Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're kind of in the middle of a thing. <laughs> it's like, hey, we'll 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 get there, but yeah. not right this second. <laughs> if we yeah. if we leave now, these guys are just gonna get bombed to hell. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think we catch up. All right then. I mean, you maybe a- should worry a little gets in the truck they'll they'll be along in a bit mm, c'est la vie heading on over to save the Brits god always <laughs> doing this if only we had given them better superpowers <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's really our fault it's really, really we created all of them you, get, you gave them bugs water and a sword <laughs> well well bugs is legit Bugs is perfect. Okay, so I think we turned the page. So we have a, a panel of is Omission driving or is Crystal Gazer driving the, the truck? Omission is driving. Omission. Uh, so we have a panel of Omission driving. And then we turn the page and the little yellow box in the corner says uh, a few miles north. Uh, Lakata. And as we see the van coming into the panel, we see a city on fire. We see buildings that are caved in and crumbling. 
Omission, Crystal Gazer, what are you doing? Let's try to find these people. Yeah, let's find them. Okay. You drive the, the truck into Lakata. The streets are strewn with rubble and dead bodies, both of Italians but also of American soldiers. You see some tanks are in the streets and they have been torn apart and blown apart. Uh, and it seems like most of the chaos and fighting has been happening closer into the center of the city. Uh, this once beautiful coastal city. Uh, you start going towards the center of town. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> All right. And as you get to the center of town, uh, we turn the page and we have this huge splash of like uh, the midday sky is blacked out behind uh, clouds of dust and ash and fire. Buildings have crumbled and caved in. There is like a crater in the middle of the city. And in this crater, we see a imposing muscular figure in a black suit with knee-high boots, a black and red cape draped over his shoulder, and in one hand, he is clutching the lifeless Lady Crawler with one hand, and in the other, he is holding the hilt of Excalibur shoved through Pendragon's chest. And then down in the corner of the page, we have a close cutaway shot of his eyes as they turn to you and start to glow uh, red with heat. Uh, hold, hold up! No. End of episode. <laughs> I'm gonna Damn hurt it. this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Tales to Inspire. We'll be back with our next episode on August 15th. If you have social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Like and follow us at Misconceptions Pod for up-to-date information about the show, behind-the-scenes pictures, and just to show us your general positive feelings about the show. We also have a Discord. You can click the link below to join our Discord so that you can chat with other friends of the show and chat with other cast members directly. We also have an email. If you'd like to contact us that way, you can email us at misconceptionspod at gmail.com. This show is fully supported by the generous monthly donations of our patrons on Patreon. If you would like to join that elite group of supporters and gain access to exclusive content, please consider joining our Patreon. The Tells to Inspire theme song was composed by Esteban Del Pino. You can find out more about his music on fiverr.com slash iam underscore w-a-k-e. Omission was played by Mitchell Wallace, who can be found at Mitch Bustillos on Twitter. Crystal Gazer was played by Marlo Bogus, who can be found at Marlo Bogwich on Twitter. Torchbearer was played by Phil Montgomery, who can be found at BMC Philanthropy on Twitter. Sister Solstice was played by Carrie White, who hates Twitter and refuses to get one. And I'm David White your editor-in-chief. You can find me at Mr. Banana Socks on Twitter. The role-playing game system used in this production was a modified version of the Worlds in Peril role-playing game by Sam Joko Publishing, featuring elements from the Avatar Legends role-playing game and Masks A New Generation role-playing game, both by Magpie Games. Tales to Inspire is a product of the Misconceptions Podcast Network, Find out more about our other shows and buy cool merch at misconceptionspod.com. And that's it for this week's episode of Tales to Inspire. Thank you so much for listening, and keep it nerdy, y'all.